Hey, welcome back to the C3 Podcast. This is John McKinley, your host, and this week, Pastor Robin continues his series in 2 Peter. Christ experienced on the cross. Rejoice because the fire brings us into fellowship with Christ. More than that, rejoice because the fire brings greater joy in the future. Our suffering leads to an overflowing joy when Jesus comes in. We hope you enjoy today's message, and if you'd like, go to c3pottstown.com and plan a visit to join us next Sunday. A man went to see his doctor. He was in the state of high anxiety. Doctor, he said, you have to help me. I'm dying. Everywhere I touch, it hurts. He says, I touch my head, it hurts. I touch my leg, it hurts. I touch my stomach, it hurts. I touch my chest. It hurts. Doc, you've got to help me. Everything hurts. Well, the doctor gave him a complete examination. And he said, Mr. Smith, I have good news and I have bad news. Don't you like that? He says, the good news is you're not dying. The bad news is you have a broken finger. (laughs) Sometimes life is like that, isn't it? The good news is there's glory ahead for every believer. The bad news is that we'll probably have to go through some pain to get there. So what do we do in those times of pain to make it through to the glory ahead? What do we do when we're suffering to endure, uh, when we're suffering to endure it? What do we do when we find ourselves in the fire to come out on the other side, not burned, but refined like pure gold. Well, there are some of the things that Peter addresses as we close out chapter four in 1 Peter. Verse 12 says, dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. Believers and suffering are no strangers to each other. Faith doesn't take away the pain, but it does give pain meaning. So don't be surprised when painful trials come. In Peter's time, when he was writing this letter, Nero, the Roman Empire, back in AD 64, the city of Rome caught on fire. And Nero blamed the, uh, the small group of Christians, the Christian community. And so in a twisted sense of justice, Nero started to burn them alive. So with what Peter wrote in verse 12, it could have been taken as literal burning, but also spiritual fires which can cause physical pain. You see, Paul wrote to the Ephesians, and when Paul wrote to the Ephesians, he talked about the clothes that we as Christians should wear. He says, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. And then what did he say? He says, put on the uh, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel, He said, you need the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But listen to what he said in verse 16. He says, in addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith 
to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. So verse 13 in, in 1 Peter, it begins with the word instead. Instead of what? Well, let me read verse 12 again. It says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials that you're going through as if something strange were going to happen. Verse 13 says, Instead, be very glad. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering. So I'm starting your notes now if you're following along with your notes. Rejoice when the fiery trials come. For many, that will take an attitude change. I mean, if we're going to come out of the fire refined like gold and not burned, then we need an attitude adjustment. Instead of being surprised by the fire, Peter says to celebrate when the fire comes. Why should we rejoice? Because he said the fire brings us fellowship with Christ. Suffering allows us to share in the sufferings of Christ. Pain gives us an intimacy with our Lord that we could not otherwise know. George MacDonald, he was a Scottish author back in the 1800s, said this, The Son of God suffered unto death, not that men might not suffer, but their sufferings might be like his. So don't be surprised by the fire. Instead, Peter says, rejoice, celebrate it, because it allows us to experience God in a different way. It allows us to experience what Christ experienced on the cross. Rejoice, because the fire brings us into fellowship with Christ. More than that, rejoice, because the fire brings greater joy in the future. Our suffering leads to an overflowing joy when Jesus comes in. Okay, so I read verse 13. It said, instead, be very glad for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering. But he continues with, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it's revealed to all the world. One day, Jesus will reveal his glory. And on that day, we won't be able to contain the joy. When I was writing this, I, a song came to my mind, and I thought, they wouldn't appreciate it if I'd sing it. So I wrote down the words so you could at least hum it to yourself, okay? It's, what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. And I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand, and leads me through the promised land. What a day. A glorious day that will be. And then the verse says. There'll be no sorrows there. No more burdens to bear. No more sickness. No more pain. No more parting over there. We will all be overjoyed. What a day that will be. I don't know about you. I'm looking forward to that day. You know, I've had some of those days where I've looked, I've looked to heaven. I've said, Lord, today would be a good day for you to come. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's what Paul said in Romans chapter 8. He says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. The very second we enter into eternity, we'll be so overwhelmed with joy 
that our pain will have seemed like it was a tickling feather. Cindy's come up with this phrase that she, she uses quite often. And John, I'm pretty sure she got it from you. It's a phrase, it goes something like this, that when somebody passes away, they are experiencing something, only something we read about. Do you remember saying that? You did. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The future is bright for the believer, no matter what happens today. So rejoice because the fiery attacks from the enemy only brings us to closer fellowship with Christ. Rejoice because the fire brings greater joy to us in the future. Well, verse 14 says, if you're insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed for the glorious spirit of God, uh, for the glorious spirit of God rests upon you. So we rejoice because God's spirit rests on us when we suffer for Christ. Insults don't bring us shame. At least don't let them bring you shame because that's what they're meant to bring you, but they're really not shameful. They bring us God's spirit of glory. This reminds us of the Shekinah glory that God rested on the tabernacle in the Old Testament days. I mean, Moses couldn't even get close to the tabernacle because of that Shekinah glory. And this is what we're promised when people insult us because we're Christians. That same Shekinah glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't be surprised by the fiery attacks of the enemy. Instead, rejoice. Rejoice because the fire brings us fellowship with Christ. Rejoice because there's even greater joy for us in the future. Rejoice because the fire brings the ministry of the Holy Spirit right to us. So let's move on. Verse 15 says, if you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it's no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by his name. So don't let the fire burn you. Instead, let it refine you. How? Well, first of all, rejoice when the fiery trials come. Our second point is, praise God in times of pain. Honor the Lord even when you are dishonored. Peter says it's no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Now, let's talk about that word Christian just for a moment, all right? The first time the word Christian is ever used in Acts chapter 11. Um, the Christians at that time was being accused, accused of being Christians. You see, the, the Greek word for Christians literally meant little Christs. The believer's lifestyle was so clear and unmistakable that this name was assigned to them, little Christs, because they put into practice what they had learned from Jesus. They completely achieved the mission that was given to them. 
to represent Christ and to make him known. Originally, the word Christian was meant as an insult. You know, you'd be walking down the street and a bunch of people would be talking and look, there's a Christian and they'd all start laughing. It meant, it meant an insult. Yet the believers turned that insult around to make it a badge of honor. And that's what we must do if we want the fire to refine us without burning us. Don't be ashamed when you suffer because of the name that you bear, the name Christian. Instead, use that dishonor as an opportunity to honor God. In other words, turn your, praise, your pain into praise. Well, Peter continued in verse 17. He said, for the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. Now, this is just the first part of verse 17. We'll get to the second part in just a few moments. Okay? So, praise God in times of pain because the fire refines us. The fire is a discipline designed, designed to make us more like God's Son. The text actually says, it's time for judgment to begin with the house of God. It's like God cleaning up his own house before he cleans up the rest of the world. We are God's house. And judgment comes to us while there is still time. What do I mean by that? It means while the clock is still ticking, that's time. When we get into eternity, this expensive Apple watch right here, throw it away because it means nothing. In eternity, there is no more time. It's just that, eternity. But while there is still time, we are God's in God's house to be cleansed and refined. But it's not a cause for shame. It's a cause for praise. Because it can only mean that we will sparkle with brighter shine for God's glory after we come through that cleansing fire. Let me, let me just change the metaphor here from fire to water, just to look at it from a different angle. In Zimbabwe, there's some falls. You know, here in, here in North America, we've got the uh, Niagara Falls. Well, down there, wherever there is, over there, down there, around there, um, there's the Victoria Falls. They're the largest falls in the world. They're more than a mile wide and 300 feet high. And the water at the base of the falls forms a river called the Zambezi River. And it rushes down the gorge below, creating the world's largest rapids. Now, an author by the name of uh, Palmer uh, Chinchan, in his book, True Religion, talks about when he and his brothers sat on the edge of an eight-person raft below these towering falls. The guide told them, when the raft flips, there was no if the raft flips, or on the chance of it gets flipped. No, the guide said, when the raft flips, he says, stay in the rough water. Now, he says, you'll be tempted to swim toward the stagnant water at the edge of the banks. Don't do it, he said. 
because it is in the stagnant water where the crocodiles wait for you. They're large and hungry, and when the raft flips, stay in the rough water. That's a good lesson for the church, isn't it? See, I told you I was going to use the word stagnant in my message. It's time, friends, that we get out into the rough water, get into the flow of things. Yeah. Because the rough waters are going to come when they do. Don't be surprised and don't be ashamed. Just praise God because he's using those waters to keep us from being stagnant. Well, let's get back to our original metaphor, the fire. Peter says he's using the fire to refine us like gold, to shine us up so we can bring him greater glory. Judgment begins with the house of God. So praise him. Praise him because the fire is meant to refine us. Our fire is limited. The fire we experience in this life as believers in Christ is nothing compared to the fires of hell that unbelievers will experience throughout eternity. Let's get back to verse 17. I told you I only read the first part. Let me read that again. For the time has come for judgment, and it must begin with God's household. And then it continues by saying, And if judgment begins with us, what terrible fate awaits those who have never obeyed God's good news. Hey, we all know people who are in that boat. The Bible clearly describes their fate. Listen to what we're told in Revelation. Anyone whose name is not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Jesus himself said that the, fi that the fire there never goes out. So, unbelieving friend, if you're in this room right now and you're unbelieving, listen to me. Those of you watching online, if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, unbelieving friend, please don't refuse God's offer of eternal life anymore. Put your trust in Christ. He died for your sins. He rose again. Trust him with your life starting today, right now, to secure your place in heaven tomorrow. Sure, it may bring you some heat in this life, but it's nothing like the fires of hell in the next life. Peter goes on to say, and also, if the righteous are barely saved, what will happen to godless sinners? Sure, Christians have a hard time in this life, but unbelievers are going to have a much harder time in the next, and that's forever. You know, I think about these people back in Peter's day where Nero actually falsely accused the Christians of burning the city of, of Rome. How many people walked away from the Lord and distance themselves from Jesus when they were confronted with being burned alive? How many people today walk away from the Lord because of insults and threats 
on their life. That's, that's, what, that's what he's talking about here. He's talking about, you know, if people are that close to walking away from the Lord, what about godless sinners? They won't be able to walk away from the Lord in eternity. See, Christians have a hard time in this life. So, but praise God, dear believer, because your suffering is limited. You might say, oh, but it's a lifetime. Yeah, our lifetime is a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. It's not even close to what the ungodly will experience forever and forever and forever. As believers, our pain is very limited compared to those who don't know Christ. As Christians, we must praise God, praise him because of the refining fire that he lets come our way. Praise him because the fire is limited. It will not last forever. And it will soon come to an end, especially when you think about it in light of eternity. Don't let the fire burn you. Let it refine you. How? First, when the fiery trials come, rejoice. Next, praise God, even in times of pain. And we're to our third point. Verse 19 says, so if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right and trust your lives to God who created you, for he will never fail you. So our third point is, and trust your life into his hands. Commit yourself completely to the Lord. The phrase, trust your lives to God, some translations say commit. It's, it's a, the original word that's used is, is a banking term, which means to deposit something for safekeeping. And that's what we're to do with our lives when we go through times of suffering. Deposit your life into God's bank, so to speak, for safekeeping. Trust him to preserve you through the fire. Give yourself to the Lord by continuing to do what is right. Peter says, don't be surprised by the fiery trials. He's talking about when the fires come, not if they come, when the fires come, don't let it burn you. Instead, let the fire refine you. Make, let the fire bring you closer to the Lord. And how do we do that? Through a simple attitude adjustment. Don't be surprised or ashamed when the, uh, by the fire. Instead, rejoice, praise God, and trust your life into his hands. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you'd like to partner with us financially to spread the gospel further, please go to c3outlet.com give. Have a great week.